Are you tired of feeling like you have to hide your faith in order to be successful in business? Welcome to the Flamingo Advantage podcast, where Christian marketing and client experience coach Katie Horner leads you to embrace your uniqueness, to see the marketplace as a mission field and your business as an act of worship. What if your business could be easy? That is the subject of today's podcast episode. I'm Katie Horner. So excited to be back with you for another uh, episode of the Flamingo Advantage. Wherever you are, please hit that subscribe button so you can get the rest of these follow-up episodes. Invite a friend, share about the podcast with a friend using that hashtag, MyFlamingoAdvantage, wherever you are. And that will also help us find and engage with you as well. Easy is the word of the year. Uh, We've been through some hard in the last couple of years. I won't rehash the last three years with you, but every year for the last about 10 years, I've chosen a word for the year. And this year, I believe the Lord has led me to choose the word easy. Not like eggs over easy, not like easy as in slothful, but easy from the scripture in Matthew chapter 11. And I want to be able to share this with you, share what I believe God has for all of us in terms of looking at our business with this idea of making things easy. So I've been studying this as the Lord has brought this passage to mind and this particular word for our business. Been studying it, going back to the scriptures to Matthew 11. I don't claim to be the biggest scholar in the world. So please dive in for yourself and uh, see what God has for you. But in terms of what I read here, Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 and 29 He's talking to the Jews who have been under the burden of keeping the law for all these hundreds and hundreds of years. And he's saying to them that everything has been given to him and no one knows the son, but through the father. And then he says to them, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. This is Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And that's the easy that I'm looking at here in terms of the new year, in terms of how do I make my business easy? How do I have this advantage that he was talking about here in scripture that his yoke is easy, his burden is light? What does that even mean? And so as I started digging into this, I of course came up with an acrostic, which I'll share with you in a little bit. But the word easy in terms of this scripture, what does it mean? So first I looked up the definition because as a teacher, I love to define my terms, right? And I found that in the Webster Dictionary 1828, which you can find online, and I'll share all these links with you in the show notes, of course, uh, the easy is an adjective that can mean something is quiet. It is at rest. It is free from pain. It is free of disturbance or annoyance. It could also mean free from anxiety or care free from peevishness. I love those 1800s words, right? Free from having a troubled mind. It could mean quiet or tranquil or having an easy mind. It could mean giving no pain or disturbance, such as an easy posture or an easy carriage of oneself. Uh, Another definition said it is not difficult. Easy means that it gives or requires no great labor or exertion, presents no great obstacles. It may not cause labor or difficulty. It could be smooth or not uneven. Could also mean not rough or hilly. Uh, It could mean gentle or moderate, not pressing. It could mean ready. It could mean contented or satisfied, giving ease. There's so many definitions here in this Webster's 1828. 
could also mean not constrained, not stiff or formal, as in easygoing or easy manners, smooth or flowing, not jolting, like a horse has an easy gait. It's not a jolting gait, not heavy or burdensome, which is exactly what Jesus said in that passage. And so as I'm thinking about this word in regards to my business, how do I make that happen? How do I make my business be smooth? How do I make it not be jolting? How do I make it flow smoothly and easy? How do I make it free from labor and difficult things, free from obstacles, right? This is what God has been pushing me to look into as I consider what word he wants for this year. And I began to research and say, okay, let's dive in. As far as I know, this is one of the only places in scripture that the word yoke is used. What does he mean by this? What was it? What does it mean? And how can I apply it to my life and to my business for the new year? And just to give you a background here, last year, my word was plenty, as in plenty enough and then some for whatever God wants to do. And I learned to walk in that idea of abundance. And I learned to walk in uh, an abundance of praise and an abundance of love, an abundance of encouragement, abundance of nurturing for my family, for my people, for my audience, abundance of yielding to the Lord and really diving into what it meant to walk with that idea that God has given everything I need for life and godliness. God has given me plenty enough, enough and then some, that idea of overflowing, my cup overflows, right? And as the Lord taught me to walk and to live and to do business with this attitude, then there were some things that were a little bit difficult. And so I think that's part of the appeal here with this idea of easy and how is it that his burden can be easy and that his burden of what he's given us to do here on earth can be light. And so as I looked this up, I went to bible.org and they have an article about this passage in scripture. And again, I'll put these links in the show notes so you can study it for yourself. Uh, But they said that the word come, common to me, was an imperative. It was an exhortation. This was something that expressed a desire or the compassionate heart of Jesus as he was talking to these people. He was talking about me, come to me. These are people who had been listening to people for years and years say, do as we say, obey our system, right? There were rules and regulations and all of the people he was talking to at that moment knew the weight and the the heaviness of trying to keep a law that was impossible to keep. That's why God gave it to us, to show us that we needed a savior. And so he's talking to these people who understand the weight that they're carrying, but he doesn't say, come to this new set of laws. He doesn't say, come to this new organization or this new religious group. He says, come to me. He was inviting them to a personal relationship, personal walk with him. And so often, I think even in our business, we have this idea that folks need to come to our business. Come let us serve you. When we forget about the relationship aspect of what it is that we do, Jesus wasn't inviting them to come to an organization. He wasn't inviting them to come to a system. He was inviting them to a relationship. And as we build relationship with the people that we are serving, that we are calling to follow us to get the transformation that we know we can give them through the power of what God has gifted us to do, it's about relationship. It's about people on the other end of those dealings. And I think That's super key here in terms of making business easy is bringing back that element of relationship in our business. Too often, I think that we want to end up kind of cloning a system or cloning a thing and 
And really, we need to get to know the people and get to know the relationship because there there may be one answer that fits all as Christ is the answer for all of us, but each of us receives it in our own unique way. And so all of this points to the universal significance of Jesus' offer. Come to me, right? We're never to be partial to one group or one class or one nationality. In Christ, God is reaching out to the whole world. Now, everyone's not going to accept that. We know that. And as I share what I do with the world through my business, I know that not everyone's going to accept that, but I can be open and welcome to those. And then the part about being weary and heavy laden, that points to that object of appeal, right? The people he was serving had a problem. This was heavy. This was hard to keep. This was hard to do. It was nearly impossible on their own, right? And he was offering them a solution. And in our business, we get to offer folks a solution as well. We no longer have to labor or toil or expend great effort in our effort to merit salvation. It can be easy through that relationship. And as your people come to you, this is part of the thing that you're trying to do is to take away that pain, to make it easy for them, to take away the labor. I went through all this hard work. I learned how to do this, how to get this result so that it can be easy for you. And I thought that was a fabulous analogy to our businesses. Rest. Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest, he said. To rest means to rest up, to cease from your labor, right? But how does it give rest? After all, a yoke is a yoke, right? Like not egg yoke, but the yoke over the oxen who plow the field. How could there be rest in that? Take my yoke upon me. Take my yoke upon you, he said. It was a command, but it was also indicated a choice on the part of the person he was talking to. We have a choice on whether or not we're going to take up this position walking alongside Christ in the yoke that he is calling us to. Your people have a choice as well. They have a choice to come and let you make it easy for them. But then that yoke, this is the key part of this phrase. And this is what I dove into to find out like, what exactly does that mean in regards to modern day living in regards to modern day business? And what I found was the yoke was that wooden piece that went over the backs or the necks of two animals and perhaps oxen, perhaps horses or mules, right? But it bound two of them together in an effort to pull the uh, machine behind them that was digging up the field or, or whatever it was, the, the wagon, the machinery in the field, the whatever it is that they were working with, right? And tied to that wooden yoke were the reins that would allow them to pull the weight, to carry the weight. And one of the interesting things that I learned was that you wouldn't always have animals that were equally trained here. Sometimes there was an older one who had more time in the training of the yoke and they would put a younger one with it who had not been trained. And that younger one then would step into that yoke, be yoked to the older one and would learn from the older one. So when he says, learn of me, this is what he's talking about. Come into my presence, into a personal relationship with me. Walk alongside me, learn of me. Let me show you how this is done. But it was also interesting that in learning about that, the older animal oftentimes carried all the weight. It didn't have to be spread out between two. Now it was easier for two if you were both carrying the weight together. It meant that one didn't have to carry it all. But in the training instances, the older animal often would be carrying all the weight. The younger one would simply be walking us alongside, learning how to do this. They had to be pulling in sync together. One couldn't be veering off this way or they'd be stuck and the resistance would keep them in the same spot. 
They had to be pulling in the same direction. And when I choose to step into the yoke with Christ, to learn of him, to learn how he's doing this, choosing to put myself in his presence, I'm choosing to walk in step with him and what he's doing in my life or in my business. I'm choosing to pull in the direction that he is leading as the leader in that situation. And interestingly enough, 1 Thessalonians 5.24 says, faithful is he that called you who also would do it. He is the one doing the work. He is doing all the work. And I just have to walk in his presence. And even as I walk in his presence, when we get to the end of that row, I get to share in the accomplishment and the celebration with him, even though he did it all. Simply submitting to walk in his presence, to walk in the same direction as him, to yield my desire to go in the direction he is leading us together, allows me to partake in the work while not having to carry the burden of the work. This was so cool as I dove into this. As far as we know, this Bible.org article says that as far as we know, this is the only place in scripture where the Lord tells us what his person is actually like. And this description tells us why taking his yoke is not just taking up another yoke, but it was his. He said, because I am gentle. Do not fear my yoke, for I am not like your other masters. I am gentle and humble. You may suffer now because your present masters, the world, the enemy, your own sinful nature, are haughty and proud and dominating. But he says, I am gentle and humble. Take my yoke upon you. It is easy. It is light to walk in step with him. And so this easy comes from that verb, which means useful, manageable, serviceable, that which fills the need or is well-fitting, that which makes it easy, that which makes it not an obstacle, the thing that makes it not difficult to move forward. And the light means light in weight, not burdensome, not overbearing, like our previous restrictions were. And so what does it mean to take Christ's yoke? To take his yoke means to submit to his person as the one who is gentle, as the one who is caring and concerned for us, to put myself under his leading, to join myself with him for what he's doing, to yield to him. And the acrostic that I came up with for this is easy, E-A-S-Y. And this is E for easy. And the question that I am asking in my life and in my business and in my home this year is, how could we make this easy? How could we make it light? How could we make it not a burden? That there are things that we have to do, yes. And we have a choice about how we do them. How could this be easy? The second thing I'm asking is the A for aligned. Is this aligned with the vision that God has given us, with where he's taking us, with where he's taking our family, with where he's taking our clients? Is this thing aligned with that vision? Does it support the goals that God has set before us as the things that we're currently working for? Because that gives freedom to say yes or to say no, depending on what it is. Is it aligned with that vision? Because Again, I can't be pulling away. If God is moving this way, I've got to be in sync, in step with him, going in the same direction. I can't be pulling against the direction that he wants to go. It's got to be aligned. And then S is spirit-led. Is this something that I have decided I want to do? Or is this something that the spirit is leading me to do? This means I've got to know him. I've got to walk in that relationship with him as the owner of my business, as the leader of our home. My husband and I have to walk together with this with him to be able to know that this is spirit-led, not just something we want to do for our own sakes. And then yielded. The why is yielded because it's not just one decision one time. It's an every moment decision. It's an everyday decision. It's a many times a day decision to stay yielded because once I choose to put myself into that relationship, into that yoke with the Lord, once I choose to pull with him towards his goals, 
it's still a decision to stay yielded to his direction. He may change the direction midway, and I get to decide if I'm going to pull against him, if I'm going to continue to yield to what he wants to get done in the field that is my life and my business. And so I hope that encourages you for this week, for this year, to stay yielded to the Lord, to ask yourself, how could this be easier? How could this be aligned with the goals that God wants us to go? Is it spirit-led? Is what I'm doing designed and ordained by God? Or is it something that I want to do? Which may or may not be okay if the Spirit is leading those desires, but it's something to stop and consider as we make decisions and move into the future of our businesses. You can ask these questions about your marketing. You can ask these questions about your customer service and your client experience. You can ask these questions about the products you're producing. You can ask these questions about the way that you are serving your team and growing them and mentoring them. You can ask these questions about your personal life, your marriage, your kids, all of these things. If he says, come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest, refreshment, joy. Take this yoke upon you. Choose it. He's giving you a choice here. Learn of him. Learn what he's doing. Walk in step with him because he is gentle. He is kind and humble, and you will find rest for your souls. For his yoke is easy and his burden is light. I'm praying that this year, your yoke will be easy, your burden will be light, and your joy will be full as you walk in the presence of your God and serve your people. I'd love to know what your word of the year is. If you have chosen one, please leave us a comment and let us know what your word is and any other comments or questions that you have for us. I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Happy New Year. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with a friend. And consider joining our free listener community at theflamingoadvantage.com. Remember, my friends, your message matters and your voice is needed. Don't be afraid to let your flamingo show.